Blog Talk Radio. for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired. Hello, everyone. This is Minister Sherlyn Alexander, the host of Couple O Thursday on Veranda Bellamy Inspired, wishing you and your family a happy new year. All that we didn't accomplish in 2014, 2015 gives us that new beginning and opportunity. So we wish each of you a year filled with praise, purpose, and prosperity. Be inspired. I would like to thank you for tuning in. I pray that you are having a wonderful day thus far and that something said today will inspire you to push forward. Our scripture will be coming from John chapter 10, beginning at verse 10. And it reads, The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep, and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hireling, the hireling fleeth, because he is in hireling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. The family structure of marriage and family has really been heavy on my heart here lately. Um, when we look at our communities, we see single mothers, we see single fathers, you know, both trying to raise kids separately. We see adultery, fornication, immorality all over the place. This is no doubt, and there is no doubt, that we are living in the last days. We are constantly seeing killings. One young boy killed another young boy. One young boy killed a man. A, a lady killed a man. I mean, it's just all kinds of things that will really leave you discouraged if you continue to look with your uh, natural eye at all the other things that are going on. There has been a picture painted of our race that does not agree with the Word of God. We see marriages, they just seem hopeless, they end in divorce. Why? Because we've just, we're just fed up, we don't want to take anymore, we don't want to go through anything, we're just tired, we're wore out in our flesh. Our children are being lured into gangs because the gang appears to offer a love that we say we can't or we won't show them at home. So the gang tells our children... Hey, you come join us, we'll ride or die with you. You know, anything that goes on, we got your back. You ain't got to worry about nothing else. Trick of the enemy to get them into a situation where they feel like their life. All 
all because they feel like they're not getting what they need to get in the home, under the marital structure, under the family structure. When you look at our correctional institutions, the prisons are overpopulated with our young boys, with our young girls, our men, and our women. We are racially profiled, gunned down, and the verdict continues to be not guilty. How do we recover from all of this devastation that we see when we walk out of our doors from day to day? How do we mend our marriages after countless indiscretions when we're dealing with drug abuse, alcoholism, and all the other things that can come along with just living life? How do we rebuild the family structure and erase all the incorrect teachings that society, also known as the devil, has taught our children? How do we raise men of valor? How do we raise virtuous women? How do we instill that it's okay to be a virgin until marriage when all we see is sex? When the pressure is, if you're not a virgin, I mean, yeah, if, you, if you're a virgin, then something is wrong with you. It used to be a time where being a virgin was something very special. But our kids are not taught that anymore. When they go to school, you know, you're a virgin, something is wrong with you, especially if you're a man. We see sex on TV, it's at our schools, and it, it rings throughout our neighborhoods. This picture that we see with our naked eye is all wrong. This is the worldly misconception of a people. And what has happened is the structure, the order of the household, the order of the marital, the marital um, structure has been altered. God's order was for man to be the head of his household. And if you just think about it for a minute, what are some of the pictures that we see of households? We see a lot of women, you know, running the households. We see um, in many cases where the man may not be in the home and there's that single, you know, that single mother trying to head the household. That's not how God intended for it to be. And that may be your situation. You may not be able to change that. But today I'm just talking about the order, the order that God set in his word concerning um, marriage, concerning our family and how that structure is really supposed to be set up. Um, the enemy has just lost, launched an attack on the marital and the family structure. He has um, made it okay or, you know, made, made a society also known as the devil where we see women are the breadwinners. They're making more money, you know, than, than the men. But men, I just want to say to you, even if your wife, if your fiancé, if you're newlywed, if you're newlywed, whoever you may be with, don't allow that to intimidate you to the point where you feel like you're still not the head of your house. Honor the structure of God and <clears throat> still continue to take your place as that man, as that head of the household. It's not about money. Money doesn't determine a structure. God's word is what has been set up to determine that structure for the house. Now, in order for this structure to continue on, we have to have men in place that will teach our boys how to be men. And we've got men right now, at this very moment, who really don't know how to be a man. 
because they have not been taught how to be a man. And this is what I can say to you. You just ask God to lead you, to guide you, to direct you in all that you need to do. With the heart of love, the same way that God loves you as your father, then that's the same kind of love that you show as the father of your children, as the father of, you know, the neighborhood kids, whoever God has placed in your life to be a father figure to. Um, just allow God to do it for you. Um, that's another trick of the enemy of having us feeling like, you know, especially our men, that um, I don't know how to do it. You know, don't even, it's so many things that we don't know how to do. It's, it's, it's going to be on the job training. If you, if you have not had that in your life and you know what that feels like, don't allow another child that you see to go without that because you know what it's like to be in that type of situation. Begin to share your experiences. You know, the enemy has a way of keeping our past over our heads. And today I'm going to be talking to the men. I know I'm not a man and I can never even begin to understand what you're going through. But I am a mother of a son. And I just want to see him do the best, be the best. I want his father to pour into him and do things that I cannot do. Teach him things that I cannot do. And God has just laid this on my heart. So I'm just going to give it to you the way that God said to do it. Um, I just pray that um, it falls on open ears. I pray to God that it falls on open hearts. And just know that this is not a bashing session. That this comes from a place of love. This comes from a place of wanting to see all of our men be the very best that all that God has for them to be. And I just see the hand of the enemy and all that he's trying to do to our men and to our young boys. And we've just got to get in place and we've just got to continue. And we've just got to continue to encourage. So just see this as a word of encouragement. I pray right now, every man, every woman, anybody that's listening, that God would just cause it to be an inspiration to you. And it will cause you to want to, you know, get in line. Because when God gave, gave it to me, it wanted me, it helped me and, and put a spark under my butt to want to do whatever it is God would have me to do to be a help to anybody that's in this type of situation. Um, so men, you know, when the enemy tries to hold your past over your head, whether you've been in jail, whether you've lost your job right now, you don't have any income coming in, it does not matter what that situation is. God wants you to know that he has forgiven you. If you've asked God to forgive you, it doesn't matter what you have done. Now, society, the world, they may never get over. They may never forgive you, but God has already thrown it into the sea of forgetfulness. And let that be that motivation to just get you moving, to get you going, to do whatever it is God has called you to do because you're here for a purpose. And whatever your experiences are, share it with someone. Share it with some of our young boys. Share it with some of our young men so that they don't go down the same path that you've had to go down. So that, you know, sometimes our young boys are just looking for someone to just speak to them, to just show some sort of concern um, about their life. Um, a lot of times as women, we can't even begin to relate or understand what our young men are going through. But I just want to start by saying God has wiped your slate clean. If you ask God to forgive you, he don't even remember it anymore. So just 
know you have a clean slate with the Lord. Our men need our men. Our women, we need our women. And we need each other. In order to get through everything that we're going through as a body, we need one another as the body of Christ because we've got to be united in this. We've got to stand together. Um, The Word of God says that one can set a thousand demons to flight and two can set ten thousand demons to flight. So imagine if we get together as a whole body, how we can just make damage. I mean, tear down the enemy's kingdom because the enemy is trying to tear down our structure. He's trying to he's trying to take our boys out. He's trying to take our men out. He's trying to take our entire race out. We've got to stand in the gap. We've got to be in place and we have got to do what God has called us to do, whether it's to mentor, whether it's to um, openly to be a motivational speaker, whatever God has called you to do, and just know that He's going to be there with you when you open your mouth. He's going to speak through you because He didn't call you to do it to embarrass you or make you fall or let you fall and be embarrassed. He called you to it because He knew that you could do it. He will use you mightily. Just allow God to do what He's done, what He's called you to do in your life. If God has called you to be a shepherd, tend your sheep. And we see here in um, John 10, um, beginning at verse 10, actually it's verse 13, where the hireling flee and left the sheep for the wolf to just tear them apart. We can't do that. We can no longer see what's going on in our community, see what's going on in our neighborhoods, what's going on in our house and just walk away. Now, a Harlan is someone that's hired to do the work, that's hired to do it. We can't let, we cannot allow. What What's going to bring our communities back together? What's going to bring us back together as a race? Loving one another enough to help one another get ahead, to help one another move forward to help one another not go down the same road that we've been down because when everybody else see us loving each other they won't have no other choice but to love and respect us as well so no matter if God has called you to be a shepherd it doesn't necessarily mean that you're you know you have to be a pastor to be a shepherd you could be a coach coaching a basketball team a football team, coaching a soccer team. What you do with those boys or those girls or whoever you're you're with, they're they're looking up to you. You have an opportunity to sow a seed and to change a life. If it's just one person, it would have made a difference in the world because you would have gotten one person out of a rut or gotten them on the right track to do what they need to do in life so that they don't have the same grief and stress and problems that, you know, the enemy has set up for them to go through. If it's a teacher or if it's just somebody, you know, you could just be somebody that everybody just look up to. They just look up to you. You know, they just respect you and look up to you. That's a big responsibility. It's a big responsibility. Don't leave your sheep like the harlan. Do not leave them. I beg you. I plead you. When you see a need, when you see a need, when you see a child in 
to, to sow a good word, to, to sow the word of God, to lead them to Christ, to give them a hug. Love is free. Love is free. And it's the greatest commandment. First, to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul, and to love one another as we love ourselves. To care for those that are assigned to you, mentor those that are assigned to you, impart in those that are assigned to you with the fear of God and with a spirit of excellence. You don't know what to do, ask the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit to lead you, to guide you, to, to direct you. We have to be active in what we're doing, we have to be active in our communities, we have to be active in our families. We have to be active in our church, on our jobs. We have to let our light shine. But we cannot any longer see what the enemy is doing and sit back and do absolutely nothing. Our boys are dying. Our men are dying. Our men are being locked away. Our boys are being locked away. Can we honestly, everyone that's listening today, can you honestly say that you have done everything you can to prevent it? When you saw that little boy, you know, when he was little, you know, and everybody said, oh, yeah, he's going to be in the system. What did you do when you saw that spirit on that child? Did you step in to help or did you do like the harling and left him there for the wolves to eat him up? I'm going to tell you, it's going to be blood on your hands if God said to move and you, and, you do, and you did not move. If God said to move and you don't move according to what he said to do, it's going to be a responsibility. Be obedient to God. Lives are at stake. Our families are at stake. Our marriages are at stake. Our children are at stake. When God says to move, We've got to do what he said to do, and I'm just being obedient today because this is what God said to do. We can't look away. It's not all about the money. You may you may have to volunteer to do what God has called you to do concerning our young boys and our young girls. We can't leave them out. Whatever he's called you to do, you've got to stand. You've got to move. This is an urgency. This is an urgency. We cannot let one more child go into the system. We cannot let one more child go into the juvenile delinquency. We cannot let one child die senselessly. God has given us power and authority over the enemy, but we have got to stop being lazy, sitting back, and just watching the enemy destroy us. God has given us the power. What are we going to do with it? We can believe God all day long, but we have got to put our work to our faith. And on today, I'm just saying, God, whatever it is, Lord, that you desire for me to do for us to do because I can't do it by myself you can't do it by yourself we've got to do this thing together whatever it is God that you've called us to do help us to do it Lord in the name of Jesus amen God don't care about your education he don't care about your reputation matter of fact God has a way of using what everybody else calls nothing and trash 
you're the garbage. God can pick you up, clean you up, and use you for his glory. Why? Because you got a testimony. You've been through some things. God, if you've never been through nothing, how God going to use you to be a witness to anybody? That's why we go through. That's why we go through. So think about it. What you went through is, just, is for somebody else. It's going to be for somebody else so that they don't have to go through it. But God, he's looking for, God is looking for a willing heart, a sincere and dedicated individual that will just sell out and say, yep, God, here I am, use me. Do what you want to do. The world use me how they want it to. Now I'm in good hands. You do whatever it is you desire to do. Just give me the directions. Give me what are my steps. Tell me where I need to go. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what I need to say. And God will do just that. But what I want you to remember is love covers a multitude of sin. We've got to get our order back. We've got to get our order back. We've ladies, women, we've got to allow these men to head these households. We've got to get the structure the way that God said it's supposed to be set up. It doesn't mean you quit your job because you make more money. It's not about your money. You know, whoever makes the most money doesn't get to rule the house. You're supposed to submit to your husbands as you submit to the Lord. You married them? <laughs> Therefore. You know, we've just got to get this structure. We've got to get the structure of God the way that the Lord set for it to be done. Um, we just see a lot of um, places where it's no longer, you know, set up that way. And it starts with order. God does not operate. We're going to find God. You're not going to find him there. He is in order. He's a God of order. So we've got to start at home. We've got to start at home with allowing our husbands be the head of our households, praying for them, praying for them, not being mad all day, but praying for them that God will build them up and use them for his glory. And man, we've got to treat our women correctly. We've got to love them the way that, that Jesus loves the church. It makes it so much easier to submit when you know that you love properly and that, and that the decisions that are going to be made are going to be according to the Word of God. So just allow God to just use us and just rebuild our structure no matter where your marriage is at this point. Um, just allow God to um, ordain that structure that He has already set forth for us. Okay, we're going to go before the throne of God. Father God, Lord, we thank you for today. And we thank you, Lord God, for your word because your word is true, Lord God. And every word that you said, Lord God, hallelujah, we thank you for it, Lord. Now, Lord, we ask you right now as wives, Lord, to help us to submit to our husbands, Lord God. Trusting you, Lord God, to lead them. Not being afraid, God, hallelujah, that, you know, he, he, him being an individual, God, that he's messed it up, God. Because you set this in order, Lord God. You knew what you were doing, God. So we trust you. We put our trust, God, in you. And we say, Lord, help our husbands, Lord God, to be the head of our households. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us, Lord God, to submit to our husbands in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Lord God, we ask right now, Lord God, that you would teach our husbands, Lord God, and train our husbands, Lord God. Wives, Lord God, as Jesus loved this church, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just pray for your order right now in the name of Jesus. We pray for our people, Lord God. Hallelujah. We pray right now, Lord God, and we trust and believe you, God, that it's not what it looks like, Father God. Lord God, begin to pull on the strings, God, of our hearts, God, that we will line up, Father God, and get in place for our young people, Lord God. Lord God, that we'll be able, Lord God, to impart good things in them, Lord God, your word in them, Lord God. And Lord God, not that we'll just have faith, God, but we'll, Lord God, do the work, which means living right, God, before you, living holy, Lord God, that let our children, God, see us living right, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, God, that not to not be hypocrites, God, in front of our children, Lord God, but we'll live out every word, God, that you stated. Now, Lord God, I pray for every man, God, hallelujah, that's in the prison system right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we know, God, that you are omnipresent, Lord God. You are everywhere, Lord God. We ask you right now, Lord God, to dispatch the angels. We dispatch the angels of protection, God, to cover them, Lord God, to them, Lord God. Lord God, we ask that you even where they are, God, that even though they may be in prison, God, Lord God, in the natural realm, God, that you will set them free, God, in their minds, God, and in their hearts, God, and in their spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, we ask you right now, Lord God, that you will go into our schools, Lord God. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, those that are sitting, those kids, God, that are sitting under your word, God, begin to raise them up, God, to use them at an early age, God, for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray, Lord, those that may be embarrassed of you, Lord God, that you will build up their courage, Lord God, that they will stand on your word, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we pray for every child, God. Lord, you gave them to us, God, and we give them back to you, Lord God. They are gifts, God, and they belong to you. Use them, Father God, for your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for all those, God, that you're pulling up, God, to be mentors to our young boys, God. We thank you right now, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we pray right now, Lord, for those, God, that feel like their reputation, God, has been ruined, God, for whatever reason, Lord God. Lord God, remind them, Lord, of your word, God. Hallelujah. And how you are a Savior, God. Hallelujah. That forgives, Lord God. Forgive every sin, God. And you throw it into the sea, Lord, of forgetfulness, Lord God. Lord God, we ask right now that you will restore and that you will shut the enemy's mouth, Lord God, concerning them in the name of Jesus. Oh God, let them hear you clearly, Lord God. Give direction, Lord God. Give them their purpose, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that they will begin to move, God, the way that you tell them to move, God. Hallelujah. That souls will be saved, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, there are folk, God, crying out, Lord. Crying out for you, Father God. Oh, God, put us in place, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, that your word, God, will reach all that it needs to reach, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, Lord, we thank you, God, because we are not a lost race, God. We thank you, Lord God, because you have got our backs, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, because you, Lord God, are going to get us through it all, Lord. In the name of Jesus, raise up these men, God. Raise up these women, Lord God. Raise us up, God, as a body, God, that we can stand together. 
together, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, and not just stand, God, but put our hands, Lord, to work in the name of, thank you for giving us faith, Lord God, but Lord, put our hands to work, God, to do what you've called us to do, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody, God, that's not clear about their purpose, Lord God, begin, Lord God, to show them the vision, God, begin to show them their purpose, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, for even more faith in you, Lord. And we just thank you, God, and we honor you, God, for every household, God, for every marriage, God, for every man, God, for every woman and every child, Lord God. Hallelujah. We say thank you, Lord God, for elevation, Lord God. Thank you for elevating our minds, God. Thank you, Lord God, for putting us in order, Lord God, with your word. And we just give you glory, God, and we give you honor, Lord God, and we give you praise right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we cry out, God. We cry out right now, Lord God, hallelujah, for those, God, that are in situations, God, that seem hopeless, Lord God. We cry out to you, Lord God, and we ask you right now, Lord God, to send your Holy Spirit, Lord God, to comfort those, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that are in hopeless situations, God, that seem hopeless, Lord God. Send your hope, God, in the name of Jesus, send your hope, Father God. Oh, God, and we just thank you for it right now, God, and we glorify you for it, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to your name, Lord Jesus. We just honor you, God, because you're almighty, God. You're all-powerful, God. Work miracles, Lord. Keep us humble, God, at your feet. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, Lord God. We attach our faith, God, and we consider it done, Lord. We consider it done, Lord God. We thank you for even listening, God, to our prayers, Lord. Thank you for even listening, God. Hallelujah, Lord God, I pray on today, God. Hallelujah, that someone listening, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, will be inspired, Lord God. Hallelujah, to push forward in the name of Jesus, not because of who I am, God. I take no glory, God. Hallelujah, for all that you do, you get all the glory, God. You get all the honor, Lord God, and you get all the praise, God, because it belongs to you, God. Hallelujah, no man, hallelujah, takes the credit, God, for what you do, Lord God. And I just give you glory, God, and I honor you for it right now. Thank you, God. Hallelujah for inheritance, Lord. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 As your personal Savior, and you would like to give your life to the Lord, I encourage you to do it on today. I would not leave this broadcast without surrendering and making the Lord Jesus Christ my Savior. God has made it very simple for us. In Romans 10 and 9, he says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and was raised from the dead, you are saved. So it's basically confessing and believing. And it begins a journey of faith and repentance because trust you me, You're going to sin. We all sin and fall short. That's what the Word of God says. 
But once you give your life to the Lord, you have a Savior that is able to forgive you. Repentance is daily. Anybody that's saved, we have to repent every day because we fall short every single solitary day. But we have to believe that Jesus died on the cross, and we have to confess that Jesus died on the cross. And if you do that, then you're saved. So if you would like to become a part of the body of Christ, all you have to do is repeat this prayer after me. Right now, I confess Jesus as the Lord of my soul. With my heart, I believe that Jesus, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. At this very moment, I accept Jesus Christ as my own personal Savior. And according to His Word, right now, I am safe. I confess and I believe. You are now safe if you believed it in your heart. We encourage you to find a church home, um, begin to read your Bible, and just begin to grow in Christ. Um, learn as much as you can. If you have any questions, <clears throat> please feel free to send them to Veronda Bellamy, um, to verondabellamy.com. Um, if, and if we can answer your questions or anything that you have, we will definitely do that. Um, we just welcome you to the body of Christ. And just know that you are not in this alone, that we are here for you. And like I said, we just encourage you to find a church home um, along your journey so that you can grow in Christ. Once again, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Veronda Bellamy Inspired. We ask that you join us tomorrow for Freedom Family Friday, um, and that's going to be at 7 o'clock a.m. All you have to do is dial in at 914-338-0464. And we invite you to come back on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Um, at that same number, 914-338-0464. If you would like for us to touch and agree with you, Please send your prayer request to prayer request at verondabellamy.com. If you would like to sow a seed into the ministry, we ask that you visit visit our website at www.verondabellamy.com and just follow the instructions for donations. Um, I pray that something was said today that will inspire you. Um, we pray that you have a blessed day. And we look forward to hearing to hearing from you tomorrow, tuning in with us. Um, come back at 7 o'clock a.m. Um, for Freedom Family Friday. Until then, be blessed, be inspired. Thank you all for joining Veranda Bellamy Inspired.